Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theatre the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Every day during the quarantine, I'll be talking to someone, whether it be a friend, a family member, a peer, a stranger. If you want to talk, I want to listen. But before we begin, follow me on Instagram and Venmo at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. On today's quarantine check-in, making her triumphant debut back on Block Talk, it's Alika Parsons. How are you? Hi, hi, hi. I'm good. Live from my bathroom. Live from your bathroom. Yeah, you have a very cool setup. Um, it looks like you have a nice little backdrop when it's really just the shower curtain. A little um, bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's working for you. It's making you glow and glisten. you got to make it work with what you can nowadays am i right it is true and um your lighting designer is probably very mad at you for wearing a hat because it's blocking all the light on your face but <laughs> i don't care no one's seen this video but fair and now you have your snapback completely open funny um how are you what's going on good i'm doing great i'm doing well with what we have i guess um just very zen re- recently. Like, I've noticed, like, I've been sleeping regularly. Mm-hmm. So have I. Still creating art and content, but, like, getting to, like, rest. Yeah. I mean, I think we all needed a rest period. I don't think this is the way we wanted a rest period, but we're getting it. What you want is, what you wanted to do is not necessarily what you're gonna be doing. That is so true. Well, we have three topics to talk about today. I literally picked them in 30 seconds. I was like, this is what I want to talk about. And that's that's the whole point of this quarantine check-in, is we're going to talk about what my guest wants to talk about, and I'll figure out a way to talk about it, too. But yours are good. Yours are, are things I can talk about. I was going to say, I felt like I picked relatable things. Yeah, some like... of the others that I was like, oh, fuck, um, that other people see us, and I'm like, okay, I'll walk my way through this. But today, I think we're going to have a nice conversation. Um, and your first topic, I feel like, is very um, appropriate for now, because yeah. I feel like we are possibly in act one of a horror movie. Girl, it's my favorite genre. I've been watching them nonstop. I'm excited. All right, talk to me. What have you been watching? Um, Last night I watched, it's not really a horror movie, but I clarify it as kind of a horror movie because it is kind of like horror-ish. It's more action, but last night I watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which okay, isn't technically okay. a horror movie, but like, it is a horrible situation. Imagine having to battle seven evil exes to get to one person. Yeah, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, w- I think it's a great movie. Not necessarily horror, but uh, yeah. a really good movie. I think um, Michael Solid, Sarah's, like eight out of ten. Yeah, Michael Sarah's a fine performance. Yeah, but like the last horror movie I think I watched was yesterday was Saw. Saw the original Saw. The original Saw with um, Princess Brideman. Yeah, my favorite horror movie of all time is the yeah, Saw series. Yeah, I mean, the Saw, original Saw movie really kind of reinvented the horror, thriller, psychological drama um, genre when it first came out. Yeah, because it was like torture porn. Like, it redefined torture porn because it was so hyper-realistic and, like, nothing about it was like, oh, that's not real. Like, everything was like, there was no high-tech. It was things that could be DIY. Very, yeah, it like, was... I remember watching it, uh, I think, probably at a sleepover or something. So, like, I was in, like, not the best headspace watching it. And I'm not the biggest horror movie fan. But mm-hmm. that movie really fucked your mind up. And, like, where we were, were when it, like, in the world when it came out, especially the newest one, like, they have adapted the movie to, like, real world. Right. Like, I, the last the Jigsaw movie, like, when that came out, we were all in, like, a... Oh, Saw is so funny. It's so cute. That could never happen. And then you watch the movie and it's like, they're trying to recreate a movie situation. It's crazy. And you're like, what the actual fuck? Like, they're trying to, they like, poked fun at it. But then, like, ultimately it was like, no, this is shit that could happen. None yeah, of this absolutely. is stuff that is, like, you're unrealistic. Yeah. Um, and and the, the genre and the, and the whole film franchise has lived a very long life. Yeah. And, um, I think and, they're actually making another one soon. Yeah, it, it doesn't... I know production was halted because of, you know... Corona. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there there seems to be 
a new way to torture somebody um, in every movie. So, or yeah. or they go back to the classics and be like, well, "Remember that? We're going to do this again." Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been watching like not the spinoffs, but like the like newer versions of like the same kind of concept. Like the circle was really good. Mm-hmm. I also watched the box. I think it's the box. I forgot the name of it, but it's like they're all stuck in like a hypercube or the cube. And they're all stuck in, like, a cube where every door they go into is, like, a different time frame. But it's, like, the same idea of six people trying to figure a way out and they don't know what's going on. Or, like, the paranormal ones, the same idea, but paranormal ones, like, truth or dare. Mm-hmm. Would you rather? Those kind, those have been really good, too. Is, I yeah. like things that are, like, relatable. Like, yeah, okay, like, the Blair Witch and things like that are also really good. But, like, the relatable horror movies are my favorite because, like... The idea that it could really happen is so fucking meta and scary, but it's really easy to, like, fall into. Yeah. Um, I think maybe if it if it didn't affect self-quarantine rules, um, I feel like there could be a whole uh, web series about um, six drag queens um, trying to get out of a place. Um but who someone knows? call someone call Aria Durchi and tell her that that's what we're doing next Tuesday. God damn it. <laughs> um, oh, I, Aria Durchi is Jigsaw. Oh yeah, no, I've known that. That's why I'm friends. That's the only reason why I ever like hired her for Thick Tuesdays was so that I was on the inside of the not dying. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Aria yeah. Durchi is Jigsaw. We just solved the puzzle. Amazing. She's like Jigsaw, Mister Rogers, and like B. Arthur from Golden Girls had a child. Wow. What about Saza Gabor? No, she just like she just killed. Oh, that's her a cover up. Clothes. I gotcha. Yeah, that's just to get all her clothes and stuff. That's who, like her stylist. Now, would you survive a Saw movie? I don't think I could survive a Saw movie, but I could definitely survive either a zombie apocalypse movie or a slasher movie. Okay, like a Saw movie, I would never be able to survive because my will to live is really strong. But like human compassion for me comes first, so I would like see someone like if it was like a one-on-one thing maybe but like if it was like there's a body in the corner and the keys behind the eye or something like that traditional saw kind of thing i would never be able to do that. what if it was your mortal enemy i so would be too human compa- uh, mortal enemy versus someone who's wrong someone in my family is different like a mortal enemy like oh this is someone in the drag community that i really really don't see eye to eye with i would never be able to do something petty like that no but like with someone who like has done wrong to my family in like legal situation or something stupid, then I would be like, nope, you're dead. That's it. That's okay. Easy. Okay. Okay. Um, you mentioned Blair Witch Project a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like that movie kind of um, changed the whole game of uh, horror movies when it came out in what ninety nine. Yeah, ninety uh, early ninety late nineties. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, I, I, we all thought for the, for the longest time until people went to see the movie that it was real live footage movie. Well, yeah, that was the same thing with the, um, the radio broadcast of what was it? War of the Worlds. Yeah. When they put that on radio, everyone thought that was real. Um, for sure. It was definitely a game changer. It's just, I didn't get to watch it until like after it was out for a while. So I really wasn't like, so you knew in the nineties, I, I think I turned I was born in 94, so I was six at that time. I like I grew up on horror movies. Like My first movie I ever saw, I think I was like two or three, and it was It, Steven C. Spielberg's It. The original so, one. Like, yeah, so like I grew up on horror, so it really for me, I always went into the mindset of watching a horror movie and being like, this is fake, unless it's like on the news right now, it's fake. So for me, it's whatever. But like definitely watching it back, like I could see how people would think it's real and yeah. how it could be the end of the world as we know it. I mean, you know that there's some um, artists out there right now creating their own coronavirus Blair Witch Project. Well, I mean, it's it's funny because me and my cousin were talking. She also is a huge horror fan. And, like, we were talking about the last season of Apocalypse. And we're like, what if the next season of American Horror Story is going to be about the coronavirus? Could you imagine? I mean, it's Ryan Murphy. Of course he's going to do that fucking thing. Yeah. Because, um, like, the whole, like, water and, like this eerie like it looks like people like the land is starting to decay but not really yeah it could be real it's very possible it is very possible who knows what if ryan murphy started all this i wouldn't be against i wouldn't deny i would that's that's a very real possibility it's very possible okay um let's say someone has a lot of time on their hands right now Mm -hmm. and they're going to do a movie marathon of a series that's not Saw. Mm-hmm. What is your first recommendation? Hostel. 
Hostel. Okay, you love the, well, okay, well, the torture that's, porn. That's, Here we go. Um, okay, or Friday the 13th. Jason, okay. Freddy. Oh, actually, no, wait. The Chucky's franchise. Seeing it go from a really serious horror movie to a comedic horror movie back to a serious horror movie. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. And you've the seen Chucky the franchise. last one, I'm assuming. The, yes, the I, one that, that just came out. Yeah. Um, as a horror fan, I wasn't. I was impressed, but not too impressed. But as someone who likes the ideology of taking something that originally was made for one era and like making it more modern, I was I liked how they did it. Yeah. I wish they executed it better from a horror standpoint. But everything else, like the psychology behind the kid going through what he was going through, it was a ten. It was a solid seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. I not the best of the franchise. Um, what you need to see it. <sighs> Maybe, maybe. Um, how was no? How was, you need to see it. Michael needs to watch it. Okay. Do the whole Michael how, how, watch. <laughs> how was Aubrey Plaza? What? How was Aubrey Plaza in it? I don't want to talk about that. It was. Uh, she was good. She was good, but like, she was good at the general acting, the horror acting. I wasn't too impressed at. Because you know what? Like that's a real thing. People don't understand. Being a horror actor and being a good horror actor mm-hmm. takes a lot of skill. Do you remember the VH1 TV show Scream Queens? Yes, of course. Oh my god, that was that was like my, like Amanda. Oh my god, that was like my fucking show. Yeah, because again, like there, it, there's a talent behind creating that scream, that 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 mm-hmm. fear, because it has to be real. If you're a bad actor, you're not going to be a horror actor. Or like you could be a comedic actor, but it doesn't necessarily translate to like serious acting or horror acting, like right. Adam Sandler. Yeah, I mean, and there, there's a reason why the Scary Movie franchise was so good, because you're able to poke fun at the bad moments of horror and and, and thrillers, and I love Scary Movie. I, scary Movie was really good. Um, okay, I so I, I've not, I'm not a huge horror person, but I'll watch it if someone likes it. And I, um, I think we're going to be watching the Halloween movie series at some point. Now, I, I, I've been told that there are, like, three different ways you can watch it. You can either watch it, like, starting in chronological order, but then, like, skipping things here and there, or just going to, like, bypassing all Rob Zombie shit. What, 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 what talk to me about the Halloween uh, series. Okay, so for me personally, as someone who geeked out for Halloween, because they released one of them on my birthday one year, mm-hmm. and, like, I got to watch it, like, in a field, like, you know the drive-in movies? Yeah. I got to go to a drive-in movie, We ju- and we were camping that weekend. We were camping with my family, and they were like, oh my god, let's go see a drive-in movie, and Halloween just premiered, and we bu- happened to buy the last ticket, and, like, I geeked out for it. I personally would recommend watching it in chronological order, only because it makes more sense that way for people who aren't that big of horror fans, Okay, but... My cousin was the firm believer of watching it the way it was intended to, so this way you get the like twisted mindset. Sure. But I'm Virgo; I need to watch it chronological. It's better that way for me personally. If you're a OCD person, watch it chronologically. But if you like the idea of getting into the mindset, watching them in order is smarter. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Good advice. We'll see what we do. Um, what, in your opinion, is the worst horror movie you've ever seen? Uh, okay. It's controversial, though. Okay, as someone, you know what kind of horror movie mindset I have and what I like. Yeah. This is going to be very controversial, and I don't mean it in a mean way. And so as an artist, I, as a horror, see, this is how I like viewing things in different eyes, that eye mindsets. As an artist, I really love the movie, but as a horror fan, I don't like it. Um, the one where the window, I think it's called, where the guy has like the pair of glasses, the, the binoculars, and watches out mm-hmm. a window, and you never change that one viewpoint. As a horror fan, I hated it. It was stupid. It was mundane and like whatever from a horror sp- perspective, but from an art perspective, it was really genius to only have one viewpoint. In my opinion. interesting, interesting. Okay. Also, my one of my other favorite horror movies is Split. That's a very good movie if you haven't seen it. Um, I don't think so. I've heard of it. Um, Hugh and McGregor has like split personality. Okay, and, like gets like it's it's a really good movie. Now, what is your opinion on the Babadook? The Babadook. Oh my god! So I've never okay. I've seen it once. Mm-hmm. I never saw it until I actually hosted a viewing party for it when we were doing Nobody's Watching Drag Race, and they had the week where they took the break, and we were like, "Well, we want to use this to still make money because we're drag queens, and that's what drag queens do." Sure. So we decided since it was Gay Pride and like 
everyone was talking about the Babadook, we did a live viewing party for it. And it was really fun because we actually were on microphone reacting while watching the movie. Yeah. For what it's worth, it's a very good movie and it's a very good, like, it's a journey. Yeah. It's a journey. I'm going to say that. Were you Babadook? <laughs> it's a roller coaster. I think it's, it, I, I like the outcome of it and I like the ending. But at the same time, you have to watch it with a group because if you watch it by yourself, you're going to think it's stupid. But watching it with a group, everyone points out different things. It's very funny. Now, I know there are people who like to blur the line of what a horror movie is. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest films of this past year was Parasite. Mm -hmm. Would we call that strictly a psychological thriller? Would we deem it a horror film? Where where do we put Parasite? I haven't seen Parasite. I'm sorry. I am. Um, I can't comment. I think yet. you should watch it. It's a very good film. Very, very good craft. Is it like, what is it? Because I get what you're saying, though, because a lot of like the... Because the, the situation is horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like a slasher film. It's all a lot of psychological things, but there is some hor- horrific moments in it. Oh, it's like that zombie movie with that guy who wears the, the tie and the white button down. And he's British or whatever. There's some... Hor- uh, zombie movie where it's about a guy who's in the zombie apocalypse but it's not necessarily a horror movie because the situation's horror but he literally is just like living his everyday life like whatever very chill and relaxed probably yeah so yes what else any other horror movies that the kids need to watch on this uh quarantine time split is a really good horror movie it's one of my favorite horror movies with Hugh mcgregor in it because it's like very since he's one guy playing like 12 characters it's really great like getting to see his mental switch is really good um and the birds is also one of my favorite all-time horror movies because it's so campy but in like a horror way i really like that and appreciate that i have a a story about the birds Um, okay uh, when I was in, uh, I guess it was my freshman year of high school, we had to read the um, the short story version of The Birds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading it in the family room of my, my house, um, sitting on the floor, reading it, whatever. And I kid you not, as I'm reading this short story, mm-hmm. a bird flew into the door. Nope, can't, nope. That would see shit when I shit happens. Mm-mm. screamed. I was like, this is not fair. Why are you doing this to me? But that was uh-uh. a real thing that happened. Another horror series that I like and Hassel has a very good TV show is The Purge. I forgot that one. Okay, The Purge. The Purge, the Purge. is one of my all-time. What? The TV okay. series is better than the movie. What is that horror film about the... I believe she's a deaf woman who's being stalked in her house. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. Because that was pretty good. What is it called? Silence or something Maybe. like that. It's something like that. Like I know, like because it, it came out around the time of Bird Box, but it wasn't Bird Box, and it was like she literally was just like chilling in her house, and then like you see the yeah, because it's a completely silent movie, right? Right, completely silent because it's through her but, perspective. Yeah, that's I love shit like that. Yeah, now, and also if you you go first. I'm I was going to say, is Bird Box horror? Or is it more of a psychological thriller? More of a psychological thriller because it's I, if a movie relies on jump scares, it's not necessarily a horror movie to me. Mm. It's just more of a, a thriller because you get that heart beating effect. But also, if you've never been to Universal Horror Nights, you have to go. I've never been. Halloween horror, it's the best haunted house and its movie productions. Like Blumhouse, I, Blumhouse is my favorite movie producer, hands down. And they did their own like takeover. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's literally the best haunted house. I'm a haunted house like aficionado. The best haunted house I've ever been through was Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Studios, Florida. I went with my dad, and I shit you not, I like pissed my pants twice. That checks out. For those into water sports, you're welcome. But yeah, it was mad good. Um, I have not been to. I've actually not been to Universal since going to Universal Hollywood in 2001. Well, well. As someone who is very into, like, all, like, everything, like, production and, like, reality and all that shit, you, you have to go. Yeah, I It's am. literally like you're stepping onto the movie set, into the horror movie, and nowhere is safe. And they let you drink alcohol. Well, that's great. That's cool. Well, I have a feeling we may be talking about um, uh, Amusement Park soon, but we, we have a uh, second topic to go with. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. N- topic number two. 
is roommates. Yeah. Why did you want to bring up this topic? Well, because I recently moved three months ago into Brooklyn and before moving to Brooklyn, I only had one roommate. So it wasn't really like a thing that I ever really dealt with because they were never home and it was like me being alone a lot, Mm -hmm. but moving to Brooklyn and like seeing all the memes about you're getting to know your roommates now, or I'm happy I have good roommates or that awkward story when roommates hook up and blah, 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 blah. It was just like, what's a fun, other fun topic that no one's really talking about, but roommates. Sure. Um, Have you had any of those experiences? Me and my roommates have been getting along great, and I love them so much because I'm not with psychopaths, so it's been really relaxed and chill around here. Mm -hmm. But the one fun thing that's been happening a lot that we all notice is that we've all been, like, cooking dinner and, like, doing family dinners and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So I've I've been trying new things, girl. I'm getting getting cultured and shit. Wow. What has been your specialty? Um, I'm actually cooking tonight. I was going to either make lasagna or tacos. I haven't decided yet. How about lasagna tacos? So tonight's my night to cook. That's what I said, what they said, though. You can do the Mexican lasagna. I'm I'm going to look into it. I'm going to go research after this is over. It's, it's... But yeah, last night we had borscht. Oh, okay. That is a strong choice. I don't do healthy things, and I liked it. It was really good. Um... Uh... May I ask some personal questions to go along with the borscht? Yeah. Are you peeing red and are you tooting a lot? I have not peed red yet, but my roommates have noticed that there have been an outbreak of, um, what do they call them? Barking spiders. There's been a lot of barking spiders around the apartment. I learned that today, what that meant. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe not the best things to be having during quarantine, but I'm sure it tasted delicious. You start with with the tooting things first, and then you move on to the the things that will make you... That's what I was saying. You have to get rid of the shit that will make you feel so bad first, and and then later on, got to bunker it down. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I um, I, what's wild is like I've been cooking more now than I have before because like I was I was on um, Nutrisystem for a mm-hmm. while, then I just like stopped doing all that kind of thing for a while. So now I'm kind of forced to recook again, and it's it's mm-hmm. um, I'm very limiting. I'm limiting what I am cooking, but like I have found that like my appetite is not as much as it was like a week ago. Yeah, I've been, like, eating less. Like, a lot of people have been like, oh, my God, I'm eating so much. But I'm like, no, as long me. as you, like, fill your time. And, like, I've been eating less and I've been eating, like, smarter. Like, instead of just being like, I want ramen every day. Like, yeah, I had ramen yesterday, but it was the first time I had ramen since the quarantine. Yeah, I, I like, made... everything um, has been more smart. I've, I'm especially known for my buffalo chicken dip. And Ooh. I usually could sometimes eat that in one sitting. The first time I made it the other day, I ate half of it. I made it again last night. I ate a quarter of it. My body is just, like, not wanting food. Um, But I have been drinking a lot of liquids. I have been trying to make sure I am... um, I have have not... I haven't really been smoking at anything. I I took an edible last night, which was wonderful. uh, Because that really helped calm me down. Um, I don't know if anyone saw my um, pretty high... um, social media obsession with the Pirates of Penzance last night because you know what? That's what you do to make yourself feel good. You you find something that Mm -hmm. is nostalgic and, and feel good and you just go to town with it. And like I posted something about Pirates of Penzance thinking no one is going to look at this. No one's going to respond. I've heard from people who I haven't spoken to in years. Just comment. That's the other thing. I've been talking to people I haven't heard from in years or people who I don't normally talk to. And what's like, interesting for me is I feel like uh, the people that I would talk to on a daily basis, I've heard from less now. Yeah. And I don't know why. That's and it's been... kind of like hurting me a little bit, but that's a me personal thing. Um, no, it's, I, I, it's relatable though. It's yeah. Very it's, relatable. it's like really a lot interesting. Of people, and that's kind of why I I'm, see every day. Yeah. It's kind of why I'm anymore. doing this, these check-ins to just like make sure everyone's alive. And, may, and yeah. even even if it's a facade, like I'll I'll admit, like what you're hearing right now, all you listeners, it's a bit of a facade. I'm, I'm putting on a good face, um, but we all need to know that like we're all going through the same goddamn shit, and we're all gonna go get through it at the end. And when we do finally 
come out of it, it's going to be hard, and we're going to have to rely on each other, so might as well start doing it now. We got to keep living. We can't stop living. That's true. Um, what is the worst roommate horror story? Um, huh. That's a question. That is definitely a question. That is um, a question. I think so far, the I it's actually the worst thing, and this is going to sound so sad, but um, I feel bad because I snore mm-hmm. very badly, mm-hmm. and I didn't rem- I didn't really know how bad it was, and I felt bad because so I live all with artists, so we're all finding our own way to make our mediums, all creative outlets to get it out. And one of them is a crunch instructor. So they're making like live like tutorials and like videos for work. Baby, I slept through one of their, I fell asleep. I was like on my computer, like minding my own business. I fell asleep. And when I woke up later, I had a conversation with them and I snored through their one of their videos and they had to delete it and they're refilming it today. And I felt so bad. I was like, that's money out of your pocket though. Oh no. I, ha- I think I'm actually the worst roommate, honestly, out of everyone I live with. I'm the worst. I feel like my biggest worst experience with a roommate was in college, my freshman year. I had I was in a triple. Unfortunately, they put me in a fucking triple. Um, and this one kid um, that was with my roommate was from Boston, um, and he was very much from Boston with his accent, and would mm-hmm. always get into fights with his girlfriend on the phone. And that sounds amusing to me. It was amusing, but there are only so many times you can hear someone say "stop." Stop. Stop. Oh my god. Um, that accent became my least favorite accent in the world. You don't want to pack the cod? No, I don't, pa- I don't want to pack the cat and have it yet. Nope. I have to actually be honest. I have a worse story because when I was in high school, I was in a like a leadership summit program where mm-hmm. like people from all around the world got together and learned how to be future leaders and like more about tolerance and things about that, like being open, learning about cultures and things like that. And it was a double, but there were two doubles connected with the bathroom. So it was four people sharing one bathroom. And the kid who was in my room was chill as fuck. We're still Facebook friends, still nice to each other. And then the two kids in the other room, one of them was like a southern homebody, but like very like like broy, very like graffiti artist, like very cool and chill. And we were we got along. And then the fourth roommate was from Middle America, God feared Southern Gun hated gay people, whatever. And at the time I wasn't out. So it was very like, let me be reserved. Let me be respectful, whatever. And I was getting ready to take a shower. So I had the water running my hand in and I'm fully clothed. And the God fearing one came in and he was wearing a full suit, like tailored suit, like must've cost hundreds of dollars. And I was washing my feet just to like get ready. And he said, Oh, look at my suit. The faggots would be jealous to see me in this. And out of nowhere, out of like sheer pissed off i took the shower head and hit him right in the face with it and i was like oh no i slipped oh no <laughs> and the um the head of our like each one of us each floor had like a different teacher who was in charge she texted me and she's like what the fuck happened why did you wet a suit and i was like to be bluntly honest with you i'm gay and didn't want to come out on the trip because i feel like it's not important but yeah he said something about faggots and it bothered me and she's like Next time, bleach the thing. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> and did you? What? Did you bleach it? No, I was nice. But then at the end of the trip, I messaged him on Facebook and I was like, hey, just so you know, the reason why I did that is because I'm gay and I was offended. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll pray for you. <sighs> I hope he's praying for us all now. I hope he got corona. No, that's not nice. <laughs> oh, no, I shouldn't no, have no. said that. No, no, no. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I wish this on nobody. No. But if we were in a saw situation, I would peel his eye out for the key. Oh, good. Good. Good to know. That's, see, That's I knew fair. you would do it. I knew you would. I knew there was someone out there. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it. He would get it. Um, if money was no object right now, mm-hmm. would you want to live alone? No. God, no. Hell no. Could not do that. We were actually talking about that. We would have, we think, I think I would have gone insane by now. Uh huh. Interesting. I would have gone insane. I would have eaten everything in the fridges. I would have like, I think I would just be in bed all day crying. Yeah, I mean, like that's what's kind of like in our apartment right now. We're all kind of keeping to ourselves, um, with the obvious exception of uh, Cherry and Patrick, because 
you know. Um, but we're all basically keeping to ourselves. We're in, we're in our own rooms, and like I'm using the kitchen as much as I can. Like tonight, um, Ryan will be coming over and we're watching Drag Race, and we'll see if anyone else can yes. watch. But um, for the most part, like I. I know like where my head is at and I'm not sure that I need to be around people because I think I'm crazy Fair. right now. I'm literally going, going to go crazy. Like Ryan was over the other day and like, he was the only thing keeping me sane and calm because like it was an interaction with a human. So like right. as much human as interaction I, right now yeah, is big. as much as I would love my own apartment because to have like control of everything, mm-hmm. I don't think during this, uh, this, this isolation period, it would be the best thing for me. Yeah. Social. Oh, by the way, Cherry, congratulations to her on the hot ones. I watched it the other day and I was screaming. Yeah, it was so good. What What, what but, was your favorite um, yeah, part about I, it? Favorite part was the house part where I didn't expect Cherry to be that good at a game show. <laughs> Honestly, I did not expect her to be that like chill, controlled, funny. Like it was good. I liked it. Like I know she had a personality, but like I didn't know she'd be a good game show contestant. <laughs> Well, we'll be sure to pass on your well wishes on that. Would you do a show mm-hmm. like that? Um, I think I would, but I don't know if I could do it in drag because, like, actually, I take that back. I probably would have to be in drag because when I'm out of drag, I'm just much a lot chiller of a person. That checks out. Like, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm because of this whole apocalypse. I've gone crazy. Don't get me wrong, but like. I just think I would have to be in drag because when I'm in drag, there's more of a personality. And when I'm out of drag, it's very just like, okay. Who would be your partner? Um, okay, this is going to be so stupid, but there's a drag queen. Not, she doesn't. She used to live in New York for a little bit called Cherry Lemonade. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she would be the go-to because she knows a lot of shit about random stuff. And she also is, she can keep up with my humor. So I think it'd be a, we'd be a fun duo to watch. Nice. It sounds like a... Season two of Hot Ones. I'll put the audition tape together now. Do it. I'm well, working on another uh, another you, one. For for what? I'm not allowed to talk about it because oh, I don't want to get not casted. I I gotcha. I still I have like what a couple more days before I can I need to submit my um, Big Brother audition tape. Could I you believe they're it. still doing Big Brother in other countries and like one of the countries that didn't even tell them that about Corona. Um, I know it's wild, but you know what? At the end of the day, it is still entertainment that we need. And it's also probably a lot safer and cleaner. Absolutely. Like, honestly, my question would be for the producers, if I was voted out, be like, where are you putting me? Can you keep me in like a hotel room where no one else is, please? You got to make the jury. And then you're like, you're good. That would be my only fear because what I I don't know if you saw the um, video of the Big Brother Germany um, telling them about what was going on and then showing videos of their families. I would be fucking freaking out. Yeah, I would be able to handle that. I mean, obviously they're on top of things and they're keeping them um, abreast of any information and any problems, but still. And isn't it true that like the Survivor they stopped production? They sure did. So like, what are they doing with the cast? Well, they, they didn't even fly out yet. They never okay, even cool. made it out. So that's being pushed, I believe, till July is when they're going to start 41 filming. Um, mm-hmm. But the big, big news story, I don't know if you heard, was that they were in the middle of filming Drag Race UK 2. And they, that I heard about. they pulled the plug on that. And I'm devastated. Uh... Um, because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, maybe they can bring it back. Um, but basically if you've been voted off already, you're, you're off and it's almost like, okay, you can't do any more additions to your, your, your material. You have to keep it where it is. So it's very, very difficult. But at the same time, Rue has a very certain, uh, filming schedule. I don't know if Rue is able to go back and do it. Same with Michelle. Like this is dangerous. So I would like, be, honestly, this is not RuPaul's year. No, I would be devastated if we don't get uh, drag race UK too, just because drag race UK was so phenomenal. Well, what's pissing me off. This is a side comment and you can edit this out if you want, but to be bluntly honest, I feel bad for those girls. Cause they're just starting, yeah. but like the drag race Queens who like, did you see they're doing a live di- di- digital drag festival in California? And they're yeah. selling tickets for $10. Yeah. Like, Half those people won all star. Two of them won all stars. 
You have a lot of winners in there. I, I, um, they don't need that money, girl. If you told me that the majority of that money was going to charity, mm-hmm. I would be okay with it. Yeah, but like the fact that they're yeah, that's sorry, it's a side comment, but like, I no, I, I I completely agree. And like obviously, there's been a lot of discussion about the current season girls uh, support them, support them. That I understand because they, this is their moment where they would be getting the money. They got to, shot in the foot. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that's cool. But the ones who've been established, who are touring the world and and have a comfort and a safety blanket right now, I wish they would be using it for a better cause. Or like if it was like, hey, so Ginger Min, I'm, I'm naming names now, but like just an example, the Ginger Min show starring special guest, a local girl and all the money goes to the local girl. I get it. But yeah. like, but hey, I, watch me for 30 minutes in my I bedroom and I'm making a thousand dollars off this. Unfortunately, what I think it is, is because it is um, through the management company, they're kind of tied to it. Okay, then why don't they just not do the show? I think it's probably contractually obligated. That is just fucked up. I know. But no, then there's other drag race queens who I've seen going on Instagram live. Like, of course, of course they're doing it. Of course they're doing it. Um, it, It's a very difficult thing. It's a very difficult situation for everybody because everyone Mm -hmm. wants to get ahead of this game. Like I'm almost at the point where I'm going to shut off um, Instagram live notifications. I can't do it anymore. As long as you watch Thick Tuesdays with me and Aria, you could shut your notifications off, bitch. Okay, okay. But, like, you understand what I'm getting at. It's like, I can't get on my phone and be on it for 10 seconds without a notification Uh, for something. I don't know. Shall we move on to the third topic? Yeah, we deviated enough. We we did, we did. We are going to talk about one of my favorite things, I think one of your favorite things, and something that no one can experience right now, and that's amusement parks. Oh, I love them so much. Roller coasters are my shit. I am very much a Disney nerd. I love Disney. Everyone knows it. Um, It is freaking me out to know that that, that Disney's never closed like this. It's never happened in in, in the history of the company. But it's smart. They had to do it. They had to do it. Um, Obviously, there was a report recently, uh, I think it was yesterday, that um, a gentleman... Uh, who went to um, Walt Disney World, World, just died from coronavirus. Um, And that is alarming and terrifying. And what does that mean for everyone who he may or may not have come in contact with? But at the same time, you can't blame the company. What was the last theme park you went to? Uh, I guess guess it was Disney. Disney. Same. 2013 it's been a while i i've even though we have a timeshare at disney it's been a while for me down there um anytime you want to flex that timeshare i will be happy to play pay for flights and or anything else i've tried to get my mom to let me have like a gay trip down to disney with like like some Uh, friends and just like go down a party but maybe after this is all said and done it'll be the time to do it child the last time i went to disney was with my entire family and my parents were like, fuck it, we all deserve a vacation after all the shit that's been going on. And my parents were literally like, the, one of the last days we went, let me do the food and wine festival. Oh yeah. And I got so fucking wasted at Disney. It is the best thing in the world. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, now that Epcot has basically a festival every part of the year. It's um, great. It, it's wonderful. And, and there's something magical about Disney, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, they they put effort into every single tiny detail that you see mm-hmm. and even don't see, and there's not another theme park in the world that compares. People can say all they want about Universal being um, better than Disney. I will fight no, them not. daily. Um, Universal is never going to be as good as Disney. No, I, I and for a certain people who keep saying like, oh my god, but Universal's like the adult Disney, blah blah blah, bitch. No, Disney no World, like, the last time I went, I literally, I will never forget, I got shit ton of, like, we, I think it was, it was probably Epcot, but, like, I was wasted walking around, minding my own business, and, no, actually, I'm lying to you, it wasn't, we went to the, um, you know, I, it's probably Epcot, but where you sit and the, the rotating place, yeah, where you eat, and I Live, was just in, sitting there minding the my land. own business, Wearing my gay Disney ears, feeling my fantasy, eating lunch with my cu- my sister and my parents, and Mickey Mouse came out of nowhere, 
hugged me, kissed me on the cheek, and I felt my fantasy. Did you I cry? I was going off. I cried. Okay. Okay. I, I literally, my mom was like, did Mickey just kiss you on the cheek? I was like, you mean my new husband? Yes, thank you very much. Well, does, Minnie, was, does Minnie know? Well, Minnie wasn't there, thank God. But I also would like to point out that I had the little Buzz Lightyear cup with the little light-up thing. Mm-hmm. I had a mud pie. I, it was child. Going to Disney World may, will always make me feel like a kid. The Kim Possible game, like, come on. Yeah. Ugh. What is your top three... Disney attractions. Before or after remodeling? All of the above. Um, my top three would have to be... This is hard, but I'm going to do that. Oh, no, I can't. I you really can't to. do this. You got to do it. Rock and roll roller coaster before the remodel. Like, I like the remodel and how they made it, like, hyper technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it used to be just, like, the flashing of shit was really good. Um, I, see, I, okay. Um, Tower of Terror. Okay. Hands down. Best thing in the world. And I want to start before I say my number one. I'm going to say my honorable mention would have to be. <laughs> Rock and roll, roll not rock, rock, rock and roll roller coaster. Um, test track, uh-huh. test track, because it used to be the best thing in the world. But ever since they redid it, I'm like, girl, they took away the scariness, and I didn't like that. But number one, oh wait, no, I have a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. It's gonna be a tie between Splash Mountain and Space Mountain. Okay, so you're going classic. I love classic. Classic Disney is the best. Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. I am really excited to see what they do with the new. The new land. I really, me and my cousin made a point that we're going to go and get go to the Jedi training and all that bullshit. Yeah. Are you going to stay at the stuff. hotel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. last time I was there, they were still doing the construction on it. But you got to see the structure. And I was like, I have to be a part of that. Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. I mean, everyone who's rid- rode the uh, Rise of the Resistance attraction has said it's groundbreaking um, uh, amusement. And mm-hmm. I'm very excited to try it because I I'm not the biggest Star Wars geek. I love Star Wars. Me neither. Uh, I, you don't ask me trivia because I'll never be able to answer it. But I can I can like hold my own and make, figure things out. But give me a ride like that. I'm here for it. Um, also, the what's the Avatar amusement area? Um, I I it was not there when I was last there. So it was there when I was there, and it was torrential downpour rain. And I will tell you, it was the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen. I'm sure because the colors are gorgeous. It, especially at night, I, like, cried. Yeah. I was also wasted, so it was great. I was like, what is this? Now, you mentioned Universal a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it about Universal that you enjoy? I am always someone who's very invested in the theme, and I love overseeing things, which is why I love Disney so much. But I'm also a huge horror nerd, so the fact that Universal's, like, the not... Like, we don't care about the kids. We want to scare the fuck out of the adults. Like literally how over the top they get i just love it yeah uh, mostly horror nights like i would never go to universal just to go to universal but in october horror nights is the shit now when it comes to things in october and that that time period and scaring what about fright fest at six flags um fright fest has a special place in my heart for me because it's where i might me and my ex had our first kiss okay so like for me that will always be that but it's the same ideology except less production value. So I still really like it. But like, it's still second tier. But it's, it's been, really good. It's been a couple decades since I've been to Six Flags Great Adventure. Um, I would like to go this summer. Maybe, hopefully, please, if we're allowed to go. Um, I'll go. I, Because I, 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 like, I love roller coasters and I've always felt comfortable on a Disney roller coaster. I don't mm-hmm. know how I would feel on a, you know, Six Flags roller coaster. I'm sure it's fine. It's great. Um, like, I don't know if I would do King to Ka. Um, I've still yet to have done King to Ka. My mom told me that if she ever found out I did King to Ka, she would kill me. So I was, like, never wanting to do it. And plus, the line's always really long. It's, like, right. a 10-second roller coaster. It's not worth it. It's really what? So you can look out and see Philadelphia? Yeah, that's it. Like, it's what's, not what's that. The point? Um, we're, I'm okay with missing that. Yeah. What other what other uh, theme parks have you been to? I'm just, have you been to Busch Gardens or SeaWorld? I've been to Busch Gardens and SeaWorld. I've also been to Dollywood. I've been to the Six Flags in Massachusetts. I've been to Knobles, which is like the most like chew gum and like string tied together place, but it's the most fun place. 
I've been to Splish Splash. I count it as the theme park, even though a lot of people don't count it as a theme park. I do. Um, I've been to... I've been to a lot of theme parks. I'm just thinking Hershey is my, one of my favorites, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Hershey always brings back memories. Sesame Place? I, Sesame Place was fun as fuck. Dorney Park? Dorney Park is fun as fuck. Wet n' Wild USA is fun as fuck. Cedar Point? Cedar Point I've been to once, but they closed early because of the weather. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get to experience it. I've also, like, all, like, the seaside, like, roller coasters and shit. That's fun. If... I don't really count it as an amusement park, though. What? can we expect if Zalika land ever came to be? Um, it would be 21 and up only. Okay. No children allowed for sure. There would be fried Oreos stands everywhere. Cause fried Oreos are my favorite. That's the thing I think I miss the most right now. Um, it would just be a lot of like high thrill rides. Like everything would be like, you feel like you're about to die. And in the month of Halloween, it would be like a slasher fest. Okay, okay. Would, Those are like the most important parts. Would there be Zalika Parsons meet and greets? I think I'd be like a Dolly animatronic. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be a very like, hi, welcome to Zalika land. <laughs> okay. And I would also probably hire Trixie Mattel as my stand-in. Of course, because she she, need, she needs work, obviously. Yeah, both of them would be doing my stand-ins. And I would want, like, a really stupid theme park. Like, you know how they have jingles? I'm going to have jingles. Yeah. I would want, like, Nickelback to make a jingle for me okay, just to piss okay. everyone off. Where is Zalika Land? Texas. Texas. All right. Where in Texas? Well, because, like, probably, like, Austin. Somewhere okay. weird. Yeah. Because, like, they have the Adrenaline Junkie theme park in Texas that I've always wanted to do. Where it's literally, like, jump, out, jump off a 20-story building. Or, like, hydraulics and shit. I'm like... That looks like fun. Oh, I also always wanted to do one of those rope course theme parks where it's like you're like doing like the rope courses and shit. That looks yeah. like so much fun. That would be cool. It ties in with the idea of wanting to do a game show. Like game show mentality, rope courses. Like I like it. It's true. It's true. So what is the one theme park on the planet that you must go to before you die? There is in Boston, I forgot the name, how to pronounce it, but I'll send you the link to it. It's essentially an escape room theme park. Like, there's, like, 12 escape rooms, and, like, some of them are, like, regular escape rooms, but then other ones are, like, you have two minutes to figure out what's going on in the room. Oh, Like, they put you in a room, you have two minutes, figure it out. Yeah. And, like, they give you, like, a little passport, and you have to, like, try to see how many you can do. And it's, like, I think it's, like, Norwegian, it's Borgor or something like that. It's, like, a Norwegian brand or Norwegian or Scandinavian or something, and they have them all over the world, and, like, I just want to do all of them. Yeah, like, that that's, like, cool. my next goal. Yeah, I, 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 it's not my, like, must-go-to theme park, but I would like to try this new Nickelodeon world at um, American Dream. Yes, in Jersey. Yeah, as long as that doesn't close down, because who knows what's going to happen soon. They're also working on a DreamWorks water park. That sounds like so much fun. It's true, it's true. Well, we're going to round this out with one final question. What are your hopes and goals for when we come out of this? What do you want to achieve? What do you hope to do? I personally, one of my goals before this was over and one of them, it might be before it's over, but to sew. To I'm sew. learning okay. to sew. I want to be able, to, when this is over, I want to be able to host a show and be like all of the outfits during the show I made. Are you taking Florence DeLee's uh, sewing class? Um, no. Well, she's doing it right now. I mean, I, as much as I say support artists, um, I do have a secret sewing lesson that I'm going on that I can't really talk about. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It involves some things that we're not allowed to legally talk about. But, gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm starting sometime this week. I'm very excited about that. And the other thing I also want to do is put a cabaret together. Okay. Because not a lot of people know that I can live sing and I want to like do some sort of cabaret. There you go. Those are good goals. Those are my goals. Now, where can everyone find you on social media and Venmo? On social media, you can find me at Zalika Parsons, Z as in zebra, A as in anal, L as in licking, I as in incest, K as in kangaroo, and A as in alphabet. Parsons, like the school of design, even though I don't know how to design things yet. And my Venmo is at tip the drag queen. Tip like my penis, the drag queen like my job. And you can now catch me on my live shows. Tuesday, I'm still doing Thick Tuesdays, the takeout edition with Aria Durchi on her, her Instagram and I think my Facebook Live. And then Wednesdays we're doing 
not so home alone trivia where you could play trivia and enter to win cash and fun times where's the cash coming from so how we're doing it is it's a five dollar entry fee if you're playing and then we're going to split the pot with whoever wins oh cool. so like if 10 people win you can win like 25 bucks sounds good sounds like fun well it's be fun what do you- where can we find you on social media? Where can media? we find me? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk. Uh, that's my Venmo as well. Um, yeah, that's about. That's basically all I'm doing in the social media world. I don't really do much on the Twitter. I only have it for yeah. the necessity of it. Um, but yeah, I follow. use only use my Twitter to follow porn accounts. That's it. Yeah, follow follow me on Instagram. I like to give some decent um, content, though no one's liking anything right now because everyone's stuck with their own fucking algorithm. If you send them a flame. It's so um, annoying. It's really annoying. But this was a pleasure. It was fantastic catching up with you, and I'm glad to see you're doing well. More or less. More or less. Same. But we will chat again soon. Talk to you later, and hopefully this shit's over by the end of the fucking year. I hope so. Talk later. Bye. A huge thanks to Zalika for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher and leave us a review while you're there. Make sure to engage with me on social media and tell me what your favorite episode has been so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.